Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today it is no longer our birthday month. Uh, this will drop on July 7, 2022, and we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from January the 26th, 1991. We're almost done with the first full month of the year, and I want to give a special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childy Joyce, good old Justin, thanks for your generous support. And real quick, before I throw it to Doc for the intro, shout out to Brian and James B, new patrons and longtime patrons, Tony C and Daniel C for uh, signing up and going annual. Uh, they uh, they just got in on the sale, on the birthday month sale by going annual and uh, saved a few dollars. So there you go. All right, Doc. Um, oh, real quick. And if you want to be like those guys, become a supporter of us. Get over 300 exclusive Patreon episodes by going to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You'll not only get more content, but you'll be supporting the best and fastest growing independent pod there is. And the only podcast that gives you fresh new content every single week with no recap shows in its existence. Doc. Uh, I'll ask you how you're doing. We just got a text from the superstar who is almost 20 minutes late. What's new? Yeah, he had, to go, he, he had to go get some kibbles and bits and shit. Some snossages. Remember those? He literally said, I had to pick up dog food. So I'm complimenting it, him now. It ain't all circle, circle, dot, dot out there in the real world, you know? Bro. <laughs> I mean, I know these people think we're living these glamorous lives, but... I mean, broads can bring anybody down. There he is, breathing heavy as usual into the mic. Hey, wait. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait. Why is the fucking... Mic. Wait. Well... Sir, have you restarted your computer? You got me? No. Yeah, we we got you. It's on the computer, though, not the headset. What is... Right. Okay. All right. This is... Yeah, okay. This is a story of a girl who cried and drowned the whole world. Remember oh, that? No. That, that right there is some white people shit. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. We just we almost, Harper, we almost just decided that everybody was sick this week and we were gonna put together a seven hour clip show of previous episodes. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, let's just do the best of when when Mike had, you know, the one man gain on fifteen years ago. 
You got to explain what you're talking about here, Doc. <laughs> you, you just you we know it. what he's talking about. Sometimes no, things are I best need to left. Hear it. No, sometimes things are better left said, unsaid. You know, that's nice. He cut a, he cut a promo on somebody. I have no clue who because he wouldn't tell me. All he said was, "I know who he's talking about." Oh, well, it's old. It's old. Living. You know who? Yeah, I think yeah. I know who he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I don't know. Messed up shit. Yeah, man. I refuse to believe hey. it was seven hours of best of, though. Well, yeah, actually. <laughs> okay, I guess it, I guess it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> went looking great. at houses. What? What? Went looking at houses. Just to look at them or for some specific purpose? Yeah, to fucking buy a fucking house. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Fuck you this. realize that if you want to ensure that you can never, and I mean ever, Quit the shoot job, you go buy your house. Yeah, well, I figured, I mean, fuck it. You got to buy a house sooner or later. Well, as a homeowner, I would agree with you, but I was married when that happened. So is there something you need to tell us? No. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) If you got married, would you have a prenup? For the house? I don't think so. You don't want to lose that Pac-Man alarm clock, bro. That's right. I bought a Pac-Man fucking light, too, from fucking Five Below. Of course you did. Why not? These these bitches will take everything from you, Harper. Wow. Why they got to be the B word? That's nice. Well, if they're taking away your Pac-Man clock, I would assume you could call them a bitch. Wow. Hey, so, uh, big weekend this weekend down in in, uh, the swamps, right? Yeah, Mike was there. I heard. And he showed up white. looking, showed up looking like a fucking dollar store Briscoe brother. Yeah, what's up with that fucking beard? Bruh, he looked like Lance Briscoe, Lance Von Briscoe, Lance Von Briscoe. <laughs> I, that's great. I uh, actually chopped it off today. Well, what the fuck? You look like you're about to storm the the fucking Capitol. You sound like Michael Angel now. <laughs> America. <laughs> America. Oh, boy. So what's what was going on this weekend down in New Orleans uh, with all the, the patrons and folks? We had the X-Rated show. Yeah. Spark showed up. The Adam showed up. The tra- who? The Transformer, Sparks. You remember? He's like, what the hell? Sparks, what the hell? He's a Transformer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sparks showed up. Adam showed up. Alan showed up. Chris showed up. Samoa Joe showed up. Samoa Joe was there, just like sitting at the bar drinking. Yeah, I, Let me tell I you something. didn't think it was him start, for the longest. If you're a listener of this show and you start whipping Samoa Joe's ass about our podcast, That'll most definitely get you a Dockaholic Spotlight of the Week. Yes, Moa Joe just showed up. Well, so that probably needs to go to, damn, who was the one to talk to him and say, hey, because all the guys kind of talked to him, but I think it was one or two of them. I was like, hey, if you, you you know, started chopping it up, telling them about BTT and and was like, yeah, you you want? Could you take a picture with all of us? And he was cool. He took a picture. He uh, took a picture yeah. with all the guys. Now, let me ask you this, Mike, because you used to be a wrestler. What is he thinking? As a bunch of drunk wrestling fans are telling him about an old podcast, they're pre- he's probably like, great. 
probably like I've heard about a million podcasts these days. Everybody's yeah. got one. He's I mean, probably like, is this fucking Conrad shit? But uh, they said he was cool, and uh, they again he took a picture with everybody, yeah. and it was cool, man. He was All cool. Right. Well, I, you know, I think he's, in, he's in town filming on a movie, I think. And and uh, Luke hit him up. I was like, yeah, why don't you stop by? So, bro, I don't know. I, like, I was just standing there at the bar drinking, and I think it was Keith that came up to me. One of the listeners was like. That's some old Joe. And then one of the other guys was like, hey, that's some old Joe. I go, that's not some old Joe. I'm look, I look over there and go, eh, it's just a dude. Looks like him. I thought the same thing. I was like, that ain't I, like, I didn't think it was him. It, yeah. Great. I'm like, that ain't Samoa Joe. That's just some fucking guy that kind of looks like him. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, he he ain't that tall. <laughs> so I was like, that ain't some old Joe. And uh, sure enough, it was him. Yeah. Everybody said he was cool, though, man. He was awesome. The champ, maybe not so much, but you know, go. Yeah, you know, the largest arms in the world. What did the champ do to offend you? Because eh, I know nothing. you didn't pay I don't to get talk in. About it. <laughs> That's nice. Get fade, brother. You act like you got the hookup. <laughs> he didn't pay to come in. He just walked in with me. It was a, it was yeah. a hell of a. It was a hell. Hey Harper, of I'm a just night. gonna walk like I belong here, and then yeah, if somebody exactly says anything, happened. be cool and help me out. It was like a Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he just kind of, uh, when he goes and gets into the studio, he just walks in with them, laughing with them, and ha, 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 Did it work? Doc, everybody wanted yeah. to know why you didn't show up. I told you that I was trying to hop in the car, and then I had some things come up. Sure you yeah. Did. Community outreach, right? Yeah, all right, whatever. Well, first of all, you know my life right now. You know that it's really hard for me to get away for anything. Is that a shoot? Uh, it's not a shoot. Um, community outreach, oh. coaching, uh, little white kid soccer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, What's, that type wh- of stuff keeps wh- you busy. Why you got to be talking that way about white children? Because I knew it would lather you up into a um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, that's Doc, no, it's, I, it's I, champ. I, you know, I, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I need to know further in advance for next year, and then I'll make sure I get a ticket, and I can't wait to be there. Yeah. Be there. So what all happened besides that? I got fired from commentary. I found that out when I got there. I guess uh, guess Luke. I guess, I I guess, I guess Luke used that, um, that uh, third-rate wrestling news publication people to do some of it. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I got fired. But it was cool because I wouldn't have been able to drink all night with the Army. So, it was great. And I had to keep watch over, you know, Harper Spoogie, his uh, girl. Oh, yeah. Because, man, oof, Boy. <laughs> she doesn't have a no more. when it comes to booze, does she? I was legit worried at one point about her. <laughs> That's nice. She was probably worried about you, you rookie. Yeah. No, 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 really black no. Guy in there. Hopper. That's not true. Hopper. Hopper wants to know. Hopper needs to tell the story that I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it unless he gives me clearance. I'm going to leave it alone. Why? <laughs> she's at the bar. She's, she's had a lot to drink. And 
Doc, if there's one thing about you and I, for true, it's we can handle our liquor. We are veterans. I don't drink every day. I know you do, but we can handle it. We know when to say when and we can handle it. Man, she was at the bar and she looks up at me and goes, I don't feel so well. Uh oh. <laughs> and you're uh -oh. out in public. So, yeah. I like, stay right here. Don't move. I like, you need a bucket. You got to puke. A bucket? Like, uh -oh. I'm thinking she's about to puke or something. And I like, go to the bathroom. She doesn't move. So then she stumbles over to the wall. And one, yeah. of, the, one of the listeners goes, I don't think she's doing so hot. <laughs> and then, well, that must have been the that must be one of our many uh, Mensa Mensa students that are in the army. So then I go, okay, uh, let me. I knew Harper didn't have his phone; it's probably in his bag. So I go, okay, I'm gonna go to the dressing room. I go walk upstairs, you know, because at least the champ didn't fire me from there. I still got clearance, you know. I still have my 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 freaking you know pass to get to the back, right? Well, the reason you got fired from commentary is whoever was on commentary last year wouldn't allow you to say a word. Oh, oh, the champ! The champ don't want to hear that. But that's neither here nor there. I'll address that with him at a later time when when it's just he and I. But and I wasn't gonna argue with him on Saturday night. He gets stressed out and all that stuff. You know, he, he's, he's it's rough for him under pressure. So I go upstairs and talk to Harper. Like, bruh, uh, you almost done getting dressed? Cause uh, yeah. And he's like, bruh, I know. Okay. So then she had disappeared and I couldn't find her, dude. Ten minutes later, uh, she's back and. She was acting like she was fine. Like she was the life of the that's party. Called a, that's called a rally. Now the Second real question win is, was it, was it preceded with puking, Harper? No. I don't know because I wasn't uh -huh. around her. Yeah. So she just magically like splashed some water on her face and was like, yeah. let's, get, let's get some shots. She started hawking up. She did. She Hulk, she Hulk Hogan finger waved them, that booze. That's mm. not going to work for me, brother. From my experience, that's a woman to be afraid of. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so uh Harper, did did our guy did your guy win his match? Uh no. Come on. No. Well, did because anybody... the other guy cheated. Come on. Did anybody get ethered in the process? No. Shit. I know, huh? I got kneed by a big black man. Call Shane, that Saturday. Shane Taylor devoured him and damn near crushed his skull in. The booze yeah. was flowing so that it would wear off after the show. Fucking Shane Taylor. Yeah, he crushed off. <laughs> that was um, nice. I hear that Trevor Murdoch might be your champion. That's right. Trevor uh, Trevor Murdoch defeated Ryan Davidson, so now Trevor Murdoch is a new Wildcat uh, heavyweight champion. Was he partying with y'all too? Yeah, Trevor. Yeah, he was down there drinking. Yeah, he was. Okay. He was what at the bar did, after. What time did the bar close? That y'all the wrestling was. Is it, did y'all just stay there? It closed like two hours ago. Sweet. Yeah, it's New Orleans. It doesn't close. But you know what? Yeah, but shocked I know. But me like, was... was it? I don't. I, I'm not. Uh, this was at a bar, right? It was like one o'clock, huh, Mike? When yeah, it, it felt time. like it felt like it was about one. What it was was, I was shocked. Like 
there was nobody like coming after the show. Like it kind of just, man, bro, I was shocked for it being in New Orleans. I understood why people cleared out of the Shamrock. I mean, you in the middle of Beirut. So, you know, That's folks nice. who don't have their bulletproof vest on, they like, okay, I got to get out of here because it's, you know, it, it, it ain't the type of environment you need to be in that late. That's just all I'm saying. Well, this is in, this is actually on the parish line of Orleans and Jefferson. So, you know, let's be real. Ain't no real stuff going down over there. So yeah. I thought it would be popping late. But after the show, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, it clears out immediately. And then I'm noticing within an hour, there is hardly anybody in there. Yeah, so, it cleared uh, out. Like it kind of cleared show. out. It cleared out quick. And to be honest, if you got the, like for me and the guys, all the listeners who I was glad they made it like we had been drinking since like six, six thirty. Yeah. It's eleven o'clock. Actually, midnight. We had plenty of time to get our, uh, you know, drink on. And what about the after wrestling. party? Where was that? Man, Topper's after party was at his house with his broad, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, see, see, there you go. So you made these people travel from all over the country, and you didn't go. Well, we uh, we went to the whiskey bar afterwards. See, Mike, did you go? No. No. But then he forgot his football and shit. No, no, you didn't give it to me. Yeah, well, you didn't remind me either. I'm blaming you. It's your fault. You got in the car, Mike. Fuck! Yeah, that's like, what, uh, three years in a row now? He's like, what? Mike's shit's still sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mike, last time, last year, I believe you um, went out with your homies the night before and yeah. stayed up all night. Did, same, did, thing. Would, same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. Your same partners, thing. is that right? Yeah. Yep. Same thing, man. Uh, we ta- yeah. dude. We finished. There was a bottle of Jack finished. There was a bottle of Hennessy finished. There was a man. We we put down some liquor the night before. It was it was really good. Drinking yeah. that Henny, bro. Man, it was something. And is there like great? a cheaper version of of a Hennessy? Uh, like there, a knockoff brand. I wouldn't call them knockoff brands, but there's definitely less expensive ones uh, yeah. as far as cognacs go. I mean, Cavassier is is really good, and it's it's actually, to me, a lot cheaper than Henny. Not a lot, but it's enough. And Cavassier like, is good. Gra- I would drink that if um they had it. How's Grandma Mom? Uh, about to be 99 and still kicking. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you bring her to this show? God, those whole people just—I mean—they just last, huh? I don't like know, a Chevy bro. Silverado. Most most of the old, most people in my family ain't got that old. She's like the the rare exception. My grandma was like ninety-eight when yeah. she died. Isn't that crazy? I, I guess it's because they didn't eat so much processed shit. Mm. They grew up on like real fucking food. I don't know. They, they also, also were breathing asbestos and. Go ahead. They also smoked like chimneys. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did a lot of stuff that we didn't do, but so I think it's just one of those one-off things, man. You know how it goes. Well, we hope that it doesn't work for you. No, how about that? I appreciate that. Same. So, Let's be with so you ando- as well. So we packed out the house. Sold out, right? Yeah, sold out, bro. Hanging from the rafters. All proceeds went to charity, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, lot of wrestlers are... Tra- are broke, so there's traffic, your charity. 
Traffic was backed up to Baton Rouge. It sure was. <laughs> Man. Couldn't get a parking spot in that place, and that's a shoot. Oh, yeah. So, wait, you're in the middle of Beirut, and you got to park somewhere funny? No, no. The Shamrock, when it's at the Shamrock, oh. uh, that... <laughs> the parking lot was full because I went in the car to get my shit out. I'm like, bro, we filled that's... up the parking lot with just us. That's what I'm saying. The parking lot was like, I didn't think the parking lot would be that bad. Yeah. But man, it was packed. Like, I thought, I thought for sure, I was like, man, there's plenty of parking. There's a lot more than at the Shamrock. Man. Yeah, we filled that fucker up with just us. Well, it sounds like there was a good time had by all. I really, I really am sorry I had to miss this year's festivities. Uh, Next year, we'll party. Um, Yeah. Yeah. He's full but of it. He, he's not going to. We're all going to find out what you look like. Well, I'm going to be um, I'm gonna be down that way this weekend. For what? Okay, so here's the thing. I know this will already have happened, but I'll already oh, be oh, back oh. by the time this is heard. But I'm going to be in the Gulf Coast, little little sun and fun in the, uh, in the Gulf Coast area. I'll, I'll even narrow it down. I'll be in, in Alabama. And if you find me. Orange County. As always, if you find me, come up and I'll give you one of my beers and we can sit and talk. He's lying, just so y'all know. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He's antisocial, mean, mean to the listeners, the fans. Let's talk for you. Mm-hmm. Sure is. It was fun. They fucking Good. missed out. Yeah, I, I could tell by the pictures. Everybody was really, uh, Mike was sending me pictures like, Bro, look, look at, at this stupid beard I have, and I'm like, man, man e- even even the champ said hello. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Even the D man said hello to you, Doc. Oh, okay. oh, bro, you know, like, bro, ain't no heat, bro. We we just both work in the room, right? Yeah, Darren, everybody's working the room. All right, bro. I mean, you cool. All right, cool. You know. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah, fuck it, Michael. You know who he looked like? The guy from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, the fucking clown. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Come on. Look, look that shit up. I literally kept that beard on purpose through this weekend or last weekend, whenever you're listening to this, to piss off Javorski because I know that moron and jackass and idiot would say something and it angers Was him. he there? No, but I knew he'd comment if I posted pictures in the Facebook group. And sure oh, enough, like a moron, he, dude, he's an idiot. He, that dude don't do nothing. I like, he's, he's just a bum. All he does is live on Facebook. So I knew as soon as I posted it within six, within six seconds, oh, who's the fool? Who's the stupid looking homeless man with the beard? Hey, just, hey Javorski, I mean, Javorski, we're the ones that have to deal with this asshole all the time. Yeah. Dude needs to go get laid or something, man. I don't know. I don't know how you have a job walking around oh, looking who has, like that. I, I don't have it anymore. Oh. The beard. The beard. I have the job. What, what am I saying here? Oh. Yeah. What are you sending me, Hopper? What is what is going on here? Uh, it's not opening. My phone's running That's slow. That's you. Okay. Th- that dude's dead, isn't he? In real life? What dude? I, I, I couldn't the tell The clown you. from A Thousand Corpses. It's not You've never seen that, have you? I don't know what that is. 
It's a Come Rob on. Zombie. It's a Rob Zombie horror. I don't movie. care. I don't that, care. That's how's that up. sound? I don't care what it is. I bet if it was House of a Thousand Black People, you would care. Yeah, House of a Thousand Bottles of Hennessy. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Hey, Doc, um, you you didn't uh, see this, but uh, uh, well, let me let me let me ask you to wrap up. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with X rated? Because this was not as riveting as I thought it would be. Um, I mean, what do you want me to say? No, I'm not talking to Harper. I'm I'm oh, you, Harper. I'm talking to Doc. He he seemed to be looking for. Something special here. It was good shit. Jaworski oh, missed out. Zoncha. So Hopper, you were you were in the back and during the middle of the show. Dave Chin calls Zoncha on like Facetime. Oh yeah. And and so I'm trying to talk to Zoncha. I can't hear nothing because it's so loud in there. And um, I was waiting for him to put his kid on because, you know, he, he's always taking pictures of his kid. I mean, that's just what he does. But Zoncha says he's coming next year. Or Zauha or Zacha. I don't remember how you're supposed to say it, Harper, but Wait, he's going to be on. there. You got to be out in public and talk on the phone with listeners. That's nice. Yeah, I well, never well, Dave, I you, never. You that's fucking it. Mark. Cancel my ticket next year. That's not true. So anyway, uh, shout out to all the listeners that made it: Adam, Sparks, uh, Chris, Keith, Stacy, Allen, Dave. I'm missing somebody. Dave, I'm sure. Allen, um, something like that. Yeah, I, I'm missing somebody here and there. But it was a great night. We're gonna do it again next year, God willing and able. You know all that stuff. Maybe Doc shows up and gets uh, toasted with us and drinks his White Claws or Trulies or whatever they have. I don't even know if they were selling that there, Doc, so you might need to bring your own with you. Put it in a cooler or something. I don't know. Um, okay. Doc. Put it in a little, we, I can put it in a little uh, lime green Yeti tumbler and just have a, a oh fantastic evening. Yeah. Doc, we I did have one of those. We did have one new five-star review on Podcast Attic uh, from oh, J.P. No Dizzle. Shit. He says, absolutely love the podcast. Never miss an episode. Must listen for all wrestling fans. Thanks, guys. And that was the only one on uh, Podcast Attic. Nothing on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it these days. Doc, what else you got before we jump into another uh, fantastic episode of Saturday Night on TBS oh, that I can't Jesus. wait to talk about? I mean, do you have, uh, you have a video that you were going to play for us? Oh, shoot. Um, So, let's see. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. All right. I, I, oh, shoot, Wally. Doc, you want to tell the people what this is? I I was just uh, out in the world today and saw that there was a uh, promo from Rick talking about StarCast, uh, trying to talk him in the building. Uh, Mike, you haven't seen this. Harper, have you seen it? The one from, like, uh, last week? It's about a minute and a half long, and he's cursing all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's a good fucking promo. Yeah, well, Mike's about to play that. He ain't seen it. Damn, right. really? Well, let's uh, let's play it now and give it a listen. No, I haven't seen it. I don't live on social media like Doc does, okay? Whatever. That's true. That's true. Here it is. July 31st, Nashville, Tennessee. As promised, Ric Flair will walk that aisle one more time. Guaranteed this time to be the last time. So I've spent the last three months of my life getting ready to kick some ass and prove to anybody that's ever doubted who I am, ever been skeptical of why I got to be where I was, 
and then are skeptical of what I'm doing right now, buy the pay-per-view. I've been the man my whole life. Since 1981. I paid the price. I've blood the sweat. I've cried. I've done it all. July 31st, I'm gonna kick someone's ass. And there's 9,000 people that are gonna stand up and say, fuck! Rick Flair is still the man at 73 years old. And to try and do what I'm gonna do, which is make people hungry for real wrestling. Real wrestling, not shit that's scripted and written down, not stuff you gotta memorize. Shit that you think about your whole life. You live with it. You bring it. The 31st, walking it out. Everybody is going, holy shit, here he comes. And it, you know why? It's because I'm a big fucking deal. One ninja <laughs> One man. One legend. Forever. Woo! <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Uh, Doc, it was, too bad you're going yeah, out of town. Yeah. Too bad you're going out of town, like Doc. No, nah, man. Don't do it like that anymore. Uh-huh. If, if only he wasn't 73, I'd be getting this pay-per-view now. That's pretty well, damn good. It's like 35 bucks. But the thing of it is, is his. that's the biggest problem right there is he, he he's still nature boy in his head why but his body problem? can't go well but why is that a problem imagine being trapped like that the one thing that you were the best at of all times and everything else seems to kind of be a problem for you and you can't do it anymore well he's gonna prove you wrong on That's july true. 31st and for like nine thousand fans he is He's still okay, so after boy. hearing that, he said it's the last time. Do we believe that? Um, it depends on how much. If this shit sells out, it already is. I think the nine thousand seat building sold out. Oh, I don't know. Who could? Like anybody could even know that. They moved it to a a bigger building. Oh, because it was in the the fairgrounds, which I think the max is three. And it sold out so quick, they moved it to the Nash, uh, the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, which holds 9,000 people. So, Mike, for a second, it sounded like, you know, real nature boy there, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, he, that's a good promo, obviously. Yeah. He starts dropping F-bombs, and you're like, damn. How much is it, Hopper? How, what, what did he say? I mean, how much did you say? 39. It's, it, yeah, like for the actual wrestling event, it's thirty five bucks. But they're See, gonna do the okay. roast and the whole fucking. That's like two hundred dollars. Like if okay. you want the whole fucking package. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't need to see all that. Right, but to watch the actual wrestling event, it's like thirty five bucks on Fight TV. I mean, I don't know, Doc. That's a. Uh, that's not too bad. We might have to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. You you thinking a little BTT North chapter getting together and uh, beating our women down with it? Um, those two broads He's watching so watching Ric Flair at the age of seventy three. You, you should have seen them? the look on her face when I told her it was happening. <laughs> I she didn't believe me, and I had to go pull up the video of him and Lethal in the ring. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, if I was going to lie to you about something, why would it be this? (laughs) Oh, man. That lethal. I might get it, bro. It's 35 bucks. What are you going to be doing better on a Saturday night? Tell you what, you get it. And then, Mike, you come over here to my house, and then Harper will FaceTime with us. (laughs) Yeah. And then we'll just watch it through the phone. Yeah. That's how you give it to the man right there. Right. Yeah, I mean, again, this is after we said we didn't want to see it. Remember, remember the show where we like we don't want to see this shit. Well, now it's because we're, we're marks. Of right. course, of course. Unless we're real. Now, after seeing that promo, we've yeah, wasted he's, again. We've wasted he, money on worse things. Oh yeah. In life, I wonder how the tickets are selling. Can you tell? You just said sold out. Which one of y'all said it was sold out? No, 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 no. How? It sold out from the original building at the fairgrounds. Oh, gotcha. And it sold out in like minutes. So they said, well, fuck it. We're going to move it to a bigger building. Go to the aftermarket or, or the uh, secondary market, like one of those sites. That'll tell you. I got to believe that people are going to be flying in for this. Yes. And oh, it's, it, the yeah. same, uh, it's the same weekend as SummerSlam. So WWE is going to be there. Oh, that sounds terrible. Wow. It, it's an attraction. I mean, like... It's definitely... It's, let's yeah. see. Bro, these old coots are going to get feeling good again. Because I heard the podcast where Rick is telling Crockett that they're going to go hit the bar afterwards. They're going to try to get a ring and get a promotion going. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, uh, They can never let it go. Never let it go. Once it's in your, you were out. Then you were like, you know, we ought to do a podcast. You, well, nobody's like, that's out. That's different. That's different. No, nobody's you're out. like, hey, I still got the itch, bro. I mean, Danny Flamingo still wants a piece of me in the ring, and then, uh, you know. But the How did, champ, that, did the you champ... have an interaction with Flamingo last week? Oh yeah, yeah. I walked up to him. I thought he was drunk before the match because he's hanging all over me, and they're they're. Uh, uh, Harper can speak to this. I, I, Luke said this last year. There's some guy who's following around Wildcats shooting a movie of some sort. So I'm. Oh, getting, yeah. Yeah. Who was that guy about? I, I don't know. That started last year Maybe at the he's show. He's filming a fucking documentary or something. Huh? Yeah. He's filming a documentary and, and freaking. So Danny Flamingo is doing Danny Flamingo stuff, you know, because God, Devin's louder than freaking. He's louder than a broad fussing at a, their man about something. So anyway, he's, you know, a, a, a hen making some noise over there. And I walk up to him. He hadn't seen me. And he hugs me. And then he starts telling the story about when he was 10 years old. And he cursed out the menace at the shows and blah, blah, blah. And then he starts, bruh, we going to do this or not? You know, and I'm like, you got to talk to your booker over there. I ain't got nothing to do this, with this. I got fired from commentary tonight. So maybe he'll put me in a ring. I don't know. But there's that. Um, you anyway. had your boots in the car, didn't you? Nah, man. Well, yeah, I, stopped, I stopped traveling with them after last year. Last year, huh? <laughs> yeah. I still got them, though. They're they in the garage somewhere. I'm sure you do, you fucking Mark. After That's that fifth not... glass of, of Henny, he start, pulls them out and just stares at them for about an hour at a time. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm still the fucking man. Uh, Nobody's uh, taking this brass knucks trophy. 
Coach would have put me in fourth quarter, I'd have took state. (laughs) You could still throw a football over that mountain, huh? I could still throw it over them mountains. Okay, Doc, anything else before we get into this lackluster edition of Saturday Night on TBS that we'll have to jazz up? Trying to talk about Rick, but yeah, I guess it's oh, no, time. No, that... no, we can keep going on Rick. I, I wasn't. No, trying no, to... no. I mean, that was good, and and why not, man? Dude, it was a good promo, and uh, we might have to talk about uh, getting these uh, broads together and pissing them off like we did at the BTT Christmas party. Dude, well, they were miserable and just angry because we were. And they liked each other, but they didn't want to talk to each other because we were too busy doing our thing. We were too busy having fun. Mm-hmm. Giggling and having joy. And women don't like men with any joy. They want to take your soul from you and just not they be don't happy like you for being you. happy. Bro, not you at all. smile on your face, they're going to bring get... up some old shit. So, Harper, we need to get revisit this. So make sure that there's an extra bedroom in this house you're buying so that you have a place to go be alone when you need to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I go oh hide in the backyard. For real. That backyard is a sanctuary if you know how to do it right. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> love the story Doc talks about. <laughs> Latrell walks up to Doc. Uh, what's mom yelling about? Doc says, I don't know, son. Let's go outside and look at the stars. Let's go in the backyard. What's in the backyard? The backyard. Uh, the backyard. The backyard. Let's get out you of here. You all got a dog? We have three dogs. Oh, shit. Well, say, oh, well, let's go outside. I want the dog. Yeah, we got to take the dogs. The dogs. Yeah. yeah. That's, so it's yeah. A, it's go, an actually take, good excuse. Yeah, got to yeah. take the dogs out. Realistic one. Okay. On that note, we're talking Saturday night on TBS from January 8th, 1990, uh, I'm sorry, January 26th, 1991. God damn, filmed, it's two hours long? Filmed January That's 8th, 1991 said. at Center Stage. Lots, lots of commercials. I mean, last week's episode was only 60 minutes, but they did remove the commercials, uh, I uh, believe. Can't remember, actually. But anyway, uh, I need to raise two. Uh, so, yeah, it's two hours long, tons of commercials. We're leading up to The Clash. It's taking place in a few days from this. So I've watched uh, that's, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chuck oh. was there too. Oh, shoot. Chuck. Wow. Yeah, because Chuck. I was just watching how he was uh, shitting on the the, the, uh, the Renegade Warriors, and I just saw him and it made me think about him. Bruh, Chuck. Leave Chuck. Dude, he was so drunk. He's standing in front of me trying to tell me something, and I forgot what other listener was. About Norman the fucking lunatic. Okay, he did say something about Norman. And I yeah. look over at Spark, so whoever was next to me, I go, D- D- he just went on for five minutes. I don't have a clue what he said. He was yeah. so drunk. So, Chuck, I had a great time chilling with you, but, man, I don't know what you were telling me about Norman. There's that. He says he likes Norman. Who does Yeah, he likes Norman. He likes Maka Singh from Calgary, and he he's telling me that, which he had already told me before. But the problem was he was talking about something else at this point, and he was drunk. Like like he was. You say it he like was, it's a bad thing. He yeah. was beyond Doc level drunk. Like slurring everything and just yeah, but it was cool. We were all drunk. All right, so we get a bunch of replays from last week's show. Uh, Jim Ross talks about the highlights from that. Uh, Jim is, he's actually in front of the green screen, if you saw it a second ago and you're watching on our Patreon video. He throws to the first match, which is, I got to pause this because 
We got Rip Rip (laughs) Rogers. Okay, so it's Ricky Morton versus Rip Rogers. And Rip Rogers has these damn pigtails in his hair looking absolutely ridiculous and awesome all in one. Doc, uh, thoughts on Rip Rogers' pigtails? Uh, Yes, I'm talking about wrestling, Rip Rogers, and he's got pigtails. We can't elevate this guy. He knows how to work. He looks good. He can talk. And he is a natural. He's got those cheap lays he's wearing, like Hawaii lays, not potato chips. We can't get this guy into a mid-card. Right. Have him feud with uh, with the Z-Man. Yeah, I'm not saying he should have been world champion. No, but right. you don't have a you right. don't have a competitive spot in the mid card for That's this what man. I'm saying like like bro, you can't give the, bro, you can't give him a fucking jersey. Like have him on a fucking team. I mean, make him the deep snapper for all we care. They're pretty valuable until you until you don't have one. Right. I've said it before. He would have been a great free bird. Yeah, that that hopefully has caught fire throughout the army because that's a good thought. Yes. Because somebody he's got that out Michael there PSA's look with the blonde hair and the beard. And he's a chicken shit heel. He's your new buddy. Yeah. He's your new buddy. And and fucking he can work his ass off. Right. He can take the beating. Mm-hmm. And, and he would have sold like a champ. Eat the pin, sold like a champ. Yeah, maybe get Charlie from Starksville. You know, we ought to be, we should have been been booking this shit. But we should have been. We would have been better than her. I mean, they wouldn't listen to us because, you know, I was in like the 7th or 8th grade. That's true. Jerking off the uh, Alyssa well, Milano and fucking Lita Ford. Oh, oh, the Sears catalog too, right? Yeah, Sears catalog. Sears catalog was top shelf material back then. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Sears yeah. catalog. Yeah. Now, Sears, Sears was better. A little bit more revealing with the with the yeah. lace, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, right? Just get the fucking lace, and you can kind of see a nipple. But even if you can't, you can just imagine it there. Yeah, you could see it. I mean, you could see like the little yeah, yeah, mm. you could see it. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing back then. Kids today don't understand the struggle. No. All right when you it's didn't a- have Instagram and Facebook and all this other stuff to go look at, you Born know. Hub. A big booty jiggling around or some breast assist. I mean, they didn't get it. It just was different for them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I'm sitting here looking at old pictures of Jennifer Love Pugh, and I'm like, God damn, girl. We all know you had uh, Missy on your wall. Uh, mm. With a turtle hitting a tank in the middle of the night. Mm. <laughs> we were talking, Doc and I were talking about that turtle the other day, Hopper. As we watch Morton and Rip um, Rip Rogers have a hell of a match, the turtle you used to have, that, that yeah, the shell kept in the tank in the middle of the night. Bonk, 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 <laughs> bonk against the fucking glass. Poor turtle. And now he's in the West Espanade Canal, not a block and a half away, just sitting there eating minnows and whatever swims by his fucking face. Just, Doc, he's... <laughs> how miserable was that turtle's life? Kill me. That's right what stunk me. No, now no, it's back perfect. then. Yeah, Kill now me. it's in heaven. Bumper. I mean, just think about it. That turtle. Free Willy. That turtle sat there and had to watch you crank off from time to time. 
Well, he sat in the tank, just wanting to do the, the Von Erich thing. That's nice. No, he's not. He oh, he wanted to. into his shell and doing the same thing I was doing. No, what, he don't what? have no hands. He can't reach it. Oh, fuck. What was his name? I don't think he had a name. You could even give the turtle a fucking name. It was just turtle. I don't know. Michelangelo? Probably something stupid <laughs> like that. I remember asking Hopper. I was like, what do you mean the shell was hitting? He's like, yeah, it was a big turtle, like a big hubcap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, just picture the, the shell just clonk, 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 clonk against the fucking glass. All night long. All night long. All night. Back to Rip Rogers and Ricky Morton. JR mentions Morton will take on Terry Taylor at the Clash coming up on this week, where you can only listen to the review of ours on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. By the way, this will be the 14th Clash, and the title of it is Dixie Dynamite from the world-famous Georgia Mountain Center. Uh, JR also mentions an upcoming match for the six-man titles. Uh, Yeah, we haven't heard about those in quite some time, at least on this show, and that will happen... Think in mid-February at the Omni. I can't remember if it's televised, so I actually had to look it up. And um, let me play spoiler. So hit fast forward if you uh, don't want to hear this. Okay, I'm back. Uh, JYD was one of the members of the team that won the six-man straps. <laughs> Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton were the other two members. Six-man title holders. Can you imagine in 1991, those three? Yeah. That's great. All right, Doc, yeah. what do you have from this match, if anything? Good little, Rip, I mean, Rip good, good little match as always. Yeah. Rip. We've watched the whole thing, and I'm just going to say these two know what the hell they're doing, unlike yep. some of the p- people you see on this show. Competitive, Rip Rogers bumping and selling for Morton. Morton doing the same. They're going at it. Entertaining, you know, seven-minute match or so. Good stuff. It ain't all going to be WrestleMania's main event. You got to have something entertaining along the way, and this was it. Yes. So, Ricky Morton wins when he simply schoolboys Rip Rogers for the one, two, three count. Any other thoughts, Doc? Good, good, good little stuff there. The pigtails is stuff. tremendous. Well, it's like Harper said. You mean to tell me you don't have a jersey for this dude? Yeah, for real, man. Like, I mean, like what's you what's can't the just deal? Have him on a fucking team. Yeah, I mean seriously. Well, after the match, we go to a replay from last week when Paulie is talking to Morton and Taylor uh, during that promo, and then we go to this week. We got Morton, who's uh, got a promo, and he's with Paulie again. I'm standing here, quite obviously, with one half of the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, and we it's all know the trials and tribulations that the Rock and Roll Express have been through. But this Wednesday night at the Clash of the Champions. You have to step into the ring with Terry Taylor, and it's real obvious that Mr. Taylor has a problem with you. No, Paul. Terry don't have a problem with me. Now I found out what was going on, I understand. You see, I'm in the same boat out there in the lake with no paddles. Ever since Robert's got hurt, I've been standing on flat ground, not climbing any mountains. So now I understand. There's no problem between me and Terry. You know... <laughs> I had to listen to what was going on, and I have to apologize to you, Ricky, because there's some people around here that like to see people mad at each other. Now, for once, it's going to be nice to go out here Wednesday and have a wrestling match when the referee says, protect yourself at all times. 
I know I don't have to worry about a cheap shot. So Wednesday night, let the best man win. Oh, well, happy days are here again, their friends. This Wednesday night, they meet at the Clash of the Champions. We'll be back after this. Oh, they kissed and made up. I'm glad we got that settled. Yeah, if you want to say it. All right, what do, what do you have from that, Doc, if anything? I'm glad we got this settled. Yeah, right. thank God. Oh, Harper sounds excited by that. Well, we go to commercials, and then we go to the next match. Sid's Vicious versus Greg Sawyer. Get a pitcher and pitcher from Sid. Sid says he rules the world. Literally. No, he said that. Paul Lee joins Jarrah on commentary as Sid destroys this Greg Sawyer cat. And he wins can you give it. Me a, um, can you give me a timestamp? What you got? 1549. Right, was see. that? Did that go like it was supposed to? Let's see. This oh, thing's no. jumping around. It's jumping around on me, y'all. Okay. So Four, this is okay. Right here. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to play. Um, no. <laughs> no. The dude went sideways. What do you think, Hopper? Uh-uh. I don't yeah. think he tucked his head. It looked, it looked uh, painful. Not just that. He kind of like, like went sideways as he went up. Let's he didn't see. go straight. Watch, he didn't go straight. He goes he goes to Oh, oh yeah. Hey. He laid flat. No, not at all. That could have hurt. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's like you bang up a shoulder. That's what I was thinking. That shoulder looked rough afterwards. Yeah. Also, we don't have Bill uh Bob Cottle again, so I I think I felt like JR was um I I feel like he's voicing this over. Okay. Anything else from it, Doc? Stinger Splash. Uh, Nothing like that. Okay. So then we keep moving, and we go to Gordon Soley with the wrestling wrap-up. This was good. Yeah, I'm about to actually go to it because this is actually really good. So uh, here we go. Welcome to the wrestling wrap-up. And, of course, as you know, this coming Wednesday night live here on TBS, it will be the World Heavyweight Championship match. Scott Steiner challenging Ric Flair, seven times World Heavyweight Champion. Now, certainly, when you look at Scott Steiner as a challenger, you have to look at an all-American athlete. But does he have enough to take the measure of the experience and the veteran toughness of one Ric Flair? Well, it all started January 11th at Meadowlands. Let's take a look. We're in the locker room area, ladies and gentlemen, at the middle of the world's heavyweight champion for the seventh time, and it has been signed for Wednesday night, January the 30th, at the Clash of Champions. Go on, Ricky Morton, Rick Flair, and Scott Steiner. Whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it, Morton, because diamonds forever, Rick Flair. Is that a fact, Truman? Learn to love it, boys. The horsemen are for real, and this is the seventh time around. He believed, exactly he believed, I believed, and now right, we're right. back on Wall top Street. of the wrestling world, whether you like it or don't like it. Woo! Hey, Steiner, you're next. Yeah, your brothers, my brothers, I beat you in the middle of the ring. Yeah, one, brother, two, three, three. We can do it. I can see him do it. One, two, three. Get your brothers, do right now. Howard, get him right now. 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 Get
my coffee. The 30th national TV. We line it up for the world title. Well, following the situation January 11th at the Meadowlands, uh, there was an eight-man tag team match when Scott Steiner and Ric Flair once again became involved. We're going to go back in time now and take a look at the altercation in the eight-man tag team. All right, so that was from last week uh, when they that did that. That was good. I like how they show like the guys just walking in the back. It's almost like a real sporting event. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I really like that, talking shit and just mixing it up. Because, I mean, just think if you're watching a football game and they're, like, interviewing a guy in the hallway outside the locker room, you would see his 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 teammates walking by, you know, with their uh, with their bags on the coaching staff. Agree. Totally agree. All right, let's go back mm -hmm. to Gordon. He's got something else to say. What a war games it will be on pay-per-view. A very heated match upcoming now for the World Heavyweight Championship. Both Scott Steiner and the world champion Ric Flair have their very, very personal thoughts regarding this upcoming match Wednesday night. Let's listen to Scott Steiner and Ric Flair. Somebody once said, the world's a stage and everybody has their own spotlight. Well, Ric Flair, January 3rd, the spotlight's on me when I ask you for the world championship. That little incident, that little fiasco in the Meadowlands, just add a few to the fire. Ric Flair... Woo! Limousine riding, kiss stealing, diamonds are forever, son of a gun. Well, Ric Flair, nobody's ever gotten up with Frankie Steiner, not even you. You're going down just like before. When you think of WTVS, you think of two things. The greatest romance of all time, Ted Turner and Jane Fonda. Then you think about Ric Flair, the man that for the seventh time, whether you like it or don't like it, is your world champion. And right here, Wednesday night, January 30th, live, WTBS National Television, Scott Steiner will take all those accolades, all those medals, and he will push them aside to walk the aisle and try and defeat Ric Flair for this, the most coveted trophy in all of professional sports. Ted and Jane, Ric Flair, the Omni, CNN, WTBF. Don't miss it. Woo! So it all comes down this Wednesday night, 8.05, live here on TBS. Scott Steiner against Ric Flair. The World Heavyweight Championship will be on the line, a host of other great matches. And now, here's how you can order the wrestling wrap-up. So... First, Doc, what are your thoughts on how they uh, build this up for the Clash? I liked it. What They've done a, a great job in a short amount of time getting us ready for this. I'm interested in it. Uh, at this point in his career, that's probably the best Scott's going to do. Uh, certainly, he'll get better and more entertaining. Rick was fantastic. He basically put him over by saying, you're an amateur guy, but you can put all those aside because this is the pros. Harper, thoughts? That's good shit. I want to see this now. It's on the class. Oh, and, oh, and bro. Join us. Where's Sid? What do you mean, where's Sid? I mean, just now we saw three horsemen being interviewed in a hallway. And Sid ain't there. I had a note for that, too. You ain't there when we win the world title. Where are you? 
Yeah. So, Doc, I actually looked up something about... And, and, that's going to be a big-time theme for me come Clash, come a patron. We, we talked about Flair winning the belt versus Sting. They showed 60 seconds of a 20-minute match. We talked about that Lawrence Taylor and... Uh, Curtis Hughes, a.k.a. the Big Cat match with the football helmets and shoulder pads on stuff, too. Doc, I found something from that show that I think I was like, I bet you and Harper would get just pissed off about. Mm. But I may be wrong. Sid, on that same card that night, January 11th of 1991 at the Meadowlands, Sid Vicious wrestled Brian Pillman. Sid won with a power bomb, according to the history of WWE.com, in four minutes and 29 seconds. Mm. You got any thoughts that? on Sid defeating? Don't get me wrong. I realize Sid's a monster, the big guy, yada, yada, yada. But you got any problems with Sid beating him in four minutes and 29 seconds? How does that help anybody? It didn't help any one of them. He could have beat anyone like that. Why would they do? Brad, look, I did, everything was airtight, brother. You know, uh, yeah, bro, we took the business seriously, brother. And, you know, uh, competitive matchup like a Sid Vicious Brian Pillman. Yeah, brother, you know, that that, that never, we always took things like that serious, especially if it was non-televised. You know, they gave you plenty of time. Four minutes and 29 seconds. Mm. Now, mm. keep in mind. And then Pillman. you sit around wondering why the ratings are low and we can't get anybody over. Now, now, to my knowledge, unless that was aired on the Power Hour or was aired on any of the other shows, which I don't know, I didn't look, that was not televised, but why would they do that? To Pillman. They don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. They're clueless yeah. and they don't know yeah. what they're doing. Pin me, pay me. Fuck uh, yeah, I, I just... The fucking checks keep clearing. Bruh, I, I just saw that and was like, what? What are we doing here? So, Pillman, it's, uh, here's the thing. It's not like Pillman just showed up and you're like, well, no one knows who this guy is. At this point, he's gone plenty of minutes with the champ, literally, Flair. I mean, the, you know, the match where Flair shattered himself. I just don't get it's non-televised so it's not like you got to shoehorn it into a TV time just give them some time on a live show yeah that's pretty stupid I digress they could have done that with the Italian stallion it helps Sid it doesn't help out Pillman for sure right you know we're just armchair bookers though right we don't know what we're talking about here just mud show podcasters don't pay us no mind, right? We're drunk. Okay, Doc. Yeah. We're going <laughs> We're going to Missy Hyatt. I'm sorry. We're going to Tim Horner, never yeah. to be mistaken for Missy, versus Sheik Ali Shakar, George Weingroff. Doc, uh, Horner hits a go-behind into a natural bridge that might have been the smoothest one he's ever done, and Paul E. calls Shakar the wacky Iraqi. That? That's George Weingroff as uh, Sheik Ali Shakar. I thought that was Al Perez for a second. <laughs> Come on. Uh, 
Don't he look is. like Al Perez? No. No, no, no. It's that that definitely looks like uh George Weingroff. Whatever, bro. The wacky Iraqi, huh? That's yeah. what Paulie said. I not I'm I'm just repeat look at that natural bridge. That's the smoothest one he's ever done. Yeah. Look how look how smooth he hits that. He never did one that smooth and smoky where he went back just like that with ease. Never. Now he had trouble dismounting, but hey, after you, you blow your road, that's kind of hard. Getting off is not getting off is not getting off. Is, get, 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 get. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just mixed Tim Horner with Elma Foot and Anthony Davis. <sighs> yeah, screw him. Doc, any thoughts on Horner? And, well, um, last week we we heard that the, him and B.A. were back together as the Lightning Express, and now you have Tim Horner oh, yeah. in a singles competition. Now. Yeah, what the fuck? I guess that was, was from a, a while ago, maybe. We have to yeah. 100% watch this, because mm. there's a phrase uttered here that made me pop. Um, oh, Me bitch. too. So, Hopper, <laughs> uh, this was, this was taped January 5th. Uh, I, I got to take my pants off. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. This is this right there is why we get the explicit rating. Oh, no, we don't, do we? Uh, kind of. If you go to Apple Podcasts, it says oh, explicit. Well, I mean, we're just two. We're just three assholes just being jackasses, though. I, I don't it, know why locker, anybody on this. It's locker room talk. That's all. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why anybody would ever take us serious. When it comes to the non-wrestling stuff. Like, yeah. We're just three dudes drinking beer in a bar. I'm drinking Hennessy. Y'all are drinking beer, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hopper, I will say this about oh. that place. They had Hennessy, which was great. You know, unlike, um, you know, that that uh, bar you took me to last year in Metairie. Oh, I drank my last two Lone Stars, Doc. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Hopper. Do you did you are you comfortable? Are you seated? Yeah. Okay. You got the lotion. Everything good? Yeah. Let's okay. Go. Let's go to let's go to Missy, who's talking to Alexandra York and Michael Wall Street. Here it is. Michael Wall Street and Miss Alexandra York, and on the Clash of Champions, you're gonna be wrestling Lightning Tim Horner. Do you have any special strategy? Well, first of all, Missy Hyatt, it's obvious that Michael Wall Street is not only a great success in wrestling, but the business world as well. And Tim Horner, with the computer technology I've purchased and the help of Alexandra York, Michael Wall Street is now unbeatable. And you're going to find out, just like a recession, things go down, you're going down in a clash. Well, you know, speaking of the computer, I know it makes predictions on times. What does it have to predict about Tim Horner? No, see, this computer doesn't make predictions. It deals solely with facts. The fact is, Tim Horner, you will fall to Michael Wall Street in less than 9 minutes and 37 seconds. You know, Missy, on behalf of all the professional women in the world, I, I want to wish you good luck against Paul Lee. I know you can beat him in the, in the arm wrestling tournament. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, when you look at him and then look at me, you know it's going to be easy. And now, let's go to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> go ahead, Doc. Computer technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they were foreshadowing it, right? Yeah. And what a term. And speaking Boogie. of recession. Going down. Nothing about you says computer or technology. Paulie says he's drinking his uh 
Uh, during the commentary in the next match, not related to the promo, Paulie talks about drinking his Perrier with alkaline. Um, I thought that was pretty damn good. It was all right. Yeah, you know. It York, was good. Yeah, nine minutes and 33 seconds. So we'll have to stay tuned and clash to see uh, what goes down there. And we keep moving. Can't Any other wait. thoughts, Doc? Can't, I no. can't either. Michael Wall Street is taking on uh, Scott Allen. JR is on commentary messing with Paul Lee about if he's going to be ready for his arm wrestling match. And that's when Paul Lee mentions the Perrier with Alkaline. Any thoughts, Doc, on this rather very quick match? Six minutes? Really? It was less than that what? from Bell to Bell. I know, this but match? that was the prediction again. Oh, 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 from, from York. Yeah, um, no, nah, that, that ain't happening. Come on. He he hit he hit it in less than three, I think, if you calculate once the bell rang. Not so the why entrances. didn't they say that? Yeah. Let's get the guy over. You sir, you you'll have to ask Jim Heard that. I, I can't answer those questions for you. Somebody dig that fossil up. Let me talk to him. Jesus Christ. That's nice. Right. We should have had equal time. Conrad got to talk to him. Let us have him. Dude, there there's there's an interview. Somebody transcribed part of that interview that Conrad did with him, I guess on his pod or wherever it was. Doc tipped me off to it like a while back, and, and I okay. read it in Jim Hurd's interview with like Conrad. Yeah, and we we were supposed to talk about it on a show and never got around to it. But let me tell you, revisionist history is is a hell of a drug. Yeah, well, what did I'm, what did Kevin Sullivan say that time? The beer was always colder. The sun was always brighter. <laughs> the girls were prettier. You actually kind of sound like him. A little. You really what do. What they do with monkeys in Malaysia? What do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? Bro, they hang. They We're getting close to that. They hung that monkey oh, on, that, <laughs> on that pay-per-view. I mean, they yeah, didn't the hang him on purpose. And we had bear pissing. Bro, oh, the no. bear, the bear pissed on the ramp. This, and, and, that, that should only tell you one thing: is that this shit has not reached the bottom. No, so we're not uh, close. Uh-uh. No, 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 it reached the bottom last year, in my opinion. You I are mean, high. Don't yeah. get me wrong. When PN News comes in, PN News is Junior on on Twitter is going to have a, a field day. I don't give a shit what he's going to do. This shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, it sucks, mo- man. The, the monkey, the monkey did the Von Eric thing. A fucking electric chair and. Oh. Bro, that, that thing that's on our YouTube channel. The the audio of us talking about that. Bro, that monkey jumped off the freaking ramp, <clears throat> and Kevin Sullivan's holding it, and well, he's hung by his neck. Would uh. you want to? Would you want to come down the ramp in a crowded arena with a bear? No. <laughs> mo- no. No. <laughs> Sullivan fighting with that monkey is something else. He's trying to save the monkey's life as the monkey just dangles like <laughs> Doc would from the Burger King cooler. Oh, come on. Bro, it's bad. You... <laughs> y'all, y'all, it's been too many years since we talked about that. Y'all, y'all don't remember how bad that was. Yeah. The monkey was like, I had enough of this. I don't want to do this anymore, Doc. Not a he's lucky that fucking monkey didn't fucking bite his ass. No shit. No, because a scared you know, animal, a scared animal will attack. That right. 
Well, and the thing I, is, bro, yeah. you know damn well they weren't like, well, does the monkey have all the shots? <laughs> I mean, who knows where they got that goddamn monkey? Where you get a monkey from besides the fucking zoo or the circus? Some dude named Tay Tay in the back. No, bro. How you get a monkey? Don't worry about that. Yeah, I I, I think it was worse walking a bear to the ring than a monkey. Yeah, because the, the bear could be a fucking a, 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 a fucking menace. But yeah, imagine, I mean the, the bear's the, faster than anybody in there. What if it hops the rail and starts eating folks? That's yeah, what, what I'm saying. Just, starts, just and, look, and, I ain't I ain't, I ain't with it if I'm in the crowd and there's a bear and Matt Bourne of all people's got it. Controlled. Right, that's the because, dude we're we're trusting with control of this bear, Matt right. Bourne. Of all people in the arena that night, he's not the one. I go, yeah, I think he can. I think he can handle the bear. And I guarantee Matt Bourne's you, over there, and the, Matt Bourne's on the ramp trying to snort the bear. Out of all the medicine animals, the people always bring up Jake's fucking snakes, bruh. If that snake got loose, it would just go crawl off and go hide somewhere. That bear right. and, be, and be scared. Right, but that bear and that monkey is just like, no, fuck you. Get the fuck away from me. Going fucking crazy. I'm a mammal. I don't have to put up with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. The bear, Hogan Winger, finger waves Matt Bourne and says, that's not going to work for me, brother, and tees off well, got, on the crowd. I got grandfathers that remember back when we were in charge. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, uh-uh, man, you got to leave. You got to be respectful in nature or nature will fuck you up. Totally agree. On that note, Doom messed up Mike Hart, and Mike Samples so bad here in this match. Um, They tease a little dissension. I'm trying to rewind back because Butch Reed pod drives that dude. He right got there. all of him. And yeah, I didn't understand what why we are, we're upset here. So... Apparently, this is, but this is black on black violence, so we'll need your help, Mike. No, it's black on white violence. Oh, you mean not doom, the promo. doom? Oh, well, the promo, sure. So they win, doom being they, and the ref actually stopped the match because of a series of backbreakers by Butch Reed. But then Butch Reed just kept beating the piss out of samples, and Simmons is trying to stop Reed, but he can't. And it's almost as if they're like teasing trouble with them, but. Stay tuned. We'll have to see what happens here. Speaking of teasing trouble, let's go to the promo with them and see what may be said here. No spoilers on this show. Clash of the Champions live right here on TBS. A match of epic proportions. The team of doom with the godfather Teddy Long will step into the ring against Lex Luger and Sting. Let me say something right now, Paulie. I'm thinking about January 30th, Clash of the Champions, live, Atlanta, Georgia, my hometown, CNN Center. Well, Lex Lugenstein are going to find out that Doom and the Godfather don't play that, and you know what I'm talking about. Now, right after that, me and Soul Brother Butch are going to have a big party, Ron. Now, you know, we're going to Hey, look, party and having a good time is fine. But look, I don't plan on going into this agreement and this, this arrangement, getting into this match with no party and getting out on the town and painting the red with my mind, all right? He, I'm going to get off into this match like the same thing up. I came he, into this tag team, and that's all it is. We're going to have a party, Ron. Don't worry about the party. Party and fights all this Wednesday night really at the Clash really of Champions. Up. He's ready. He's we'll ready be back after that. this. Yeah, this is Ron, baby. He's hyped up. He's ready. Don't worry. 
Well, okay. So Teddy says Doom is going to beat Luger and Sting, and then Teddy starts talking about partying with Butch, but Simmons doesn't appear to be too happy. Doc, your thoughts? Awkward. Awkward, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm not against it. It just seemed a little out of nowhere, and what are we doing? Eh, it's kind of hard to watch that when you know what's coming, too. You got you get two brothers to have a little bit of success in this world, and Mike, your people want to take it away from them. Come on. What? Actually, your people booked this, but I'm not gonna say anything more. Okay? Mm, I don't think I don't think you need to talk to me like that. We lost Harper to go poop, didn't we? Uh, Harper, you pooping? Probably so. So I was hoping he would be back because we got the Cajun Predator here. And Who's I that? With commentary on this dude versus Brian Pillman. Look at this Who is guy. that? He's older. Yeah, he's very old. Well, he looks old because of the bald spot in the mullet. I couldn't find anything on him. I, I don't know who this is. Doesn't look familiar to me. You know, it is non-HD. He doesn't look terrible. Like, he looks like a great value Buzz Sawyer. He looks really stiff when he's moving in the ring. Like he doesn't. Well, he's old. You get haven't you gotten stiffer no, no, as you've no. gotten old? Like he's like robotic. Like a gym teacher that got in there. Something like that. Harper, you back? Really want to commentate it. I wanted Harper to talk about this dude. He was calling the spot right there to Pillman. Like, look how he took that tackle. It's just like, dude, you just rolled backwards. Wouldn't the Cajun Predator need to look like Skinner or something? Uh, some, some, yeah, maybe come out with a not alligator Jeff, head or something. Not or, Jeff from, you know, the rental Jiffy Lube. Yeah, he does look like he needs to be changing oil somewhere. Ah, uh, maybe an electrician or something like that. He's your trusted service advisor. Yeah, trusted. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. As we know, Pillman's going to win, hits the springboard clothesline. Uh, they they, they, they kind of made it obvious that there's something going on with Doom because JR talks, talk. he's just like, oh, you know, I perceive some trouble in paradise with Ron Simmons, Butch, Reed, you know, Butch and Teddy Long. And Paul Lee says, oh, no, it's much ado about nothing, which, of course, when Neil hey. says that, that means exactly what it's supposed to do. What's up? I'm back. You took a dump? I'm back. You went and took a dump? I had to take a phone call. Oh, okay. I thought it was a dumperoo. So, but a real estate dude called. Oh, great! You need to go look at the house right now, or what? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, Ain't even better. It's not a bad. Fuck, you know what pisses me off? Fucking oh, Jaworski. Jaworski keeps sharing that house. That's his neighbor's house that they're trying to sell. You seen that? What? No. Yeah, he's like, hey. I don't see nothing that jackass puts on social media. I try to oh, avoid it at all like costs. A- just got Dude, he like doesn't. An asshole. But yeah, uh, no. Uh, but uh, keep going. <laughs> don't but, uh, don't you talk about? It's uh, it's a nice two-story house, and it's only like two twenty. I mean, the somebody interior. Died. Somebody died there. That's what I'm looking at. This house we're looking at now. It's a nice house in Metairie, and I kept telling her. So the guy, she went to go use the bathroom or something. Then she comes back and she's like, "With uh, you know, you heard from him?" I was like, "Yeah." It it turns out they moved the bodies, but not the headstones, and that's why. Oh, I said, oh no! <laughs> oh, bro, 
I got a story to tell y'all. I was telling her this story. Oh, let's uh, hear it. Uh, um, when my brother first got married, right, a million, like 30, you know, whatever years ago, he was looking at this house. It was a really nice house, a big house that had like a legit dance floor in the garage, like, you know, with the disco ball and all this shit. And it was priced well and it had been for sale forever. And they said, well, you know, well, we like it. Nothing's wrong with it. They were going to buy it, right? And then my brother does the research on the house. It turns out the house was owned by this uh, a gay couple. And they would have these, like, parties or whatever, these, like, gay parties at the house, and they would be dancing. And it turns out one of them was was a cheating on them with another guy. So they did the whole murder-suicide deal for him cheating on them in the house. Yeah. And I don't think I want to live there. And that's why the house was sitting there for so long at such a good price. And then and he called the woman. He's like, yeah, thanks for uh, not telling me about the freaking two freaking gay dudes that, like, you know... Why is gay important here? Yeah, why is gay important? The murder-suicide is more important Bruh, to me here. 30-something years ago? I, I, oh, you're saying... Okay, see, you people gotta give context for, off. People have been gay for thousands and thousands. Well, no, 30-something 30 30 years, years ago, ago, what he's saying I mean, is... Yeah, 30 Nobody, plus, yeah. Yeah like, night, yeah, like in the late fucking 80s, bro. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We all looked at gay through a different set of eyes. I, I mean, we yourself, all did. I, I, I didn't. I, I, ain't, I never had a problem. I've always been respectful yeah. of others. Yeah, me too. Live your life. I mean, like that I mean, F word. I mean, we used to say it nonstop. Which one? The one that, the one that rhymes with tag, or tag it. We used to say, and if you Jesus. say you didn't say it, you're fucking lying because we all it. grew up saying that word and every other fucking sentence. <laughs> Oh, you're I'm pretty sure fan? you've said it on this show. Yeah, but I mean, back then, as a kid, we said it nonstop. Oh, <laughs> are you a Falcons fan? You're a fucking. F- we used what? to say that shit nonstop. And if you, you say yourself, and if you say you didn't, you're fucking lying. So let I me ask you said this. That. Why wouldn't you get a good deal on a house where some murder happened? I mean, really, it's over. It's done. That's what I'm telling her about this house. Uh, we need to get some Mexican woman to wave that fucking smoke around to get the evil what? spirits. No, no, no. What? The evils, the, I don't know what that means, but the evils you know, are like gone. I know, like in paranormal activity, when they had the fucking woman that was uh, helping them with the baby, the, the Mexican woman, and she's got the smoke shit in the house. To fucking work to to fucking tell the spirit to go fuck off, man. I w- in this housing market, I would tell the realtor I only want to see houses where people have died in it. That's true, huh? I'm if trying to like, get a de- I'm trying to get a deal here because all you gotta do is call a fucking priest and, and throw some holy water around and 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 fucking. That's your hocus pocus that you deal with. I don't even have to do that. I can I'm go ca- directly to the Lord and say, Lord. Shield me with your unforgiving love, your forgiving love. Boy, I mean, imagine uh, two little uh, fucking gay ghosts uh, running around a house. Wow. Maybe they'll decorate. Why is it important that they're gay to you? I I don't know. 30 years ago, it was a big deal. It was let. It was not as accepted, but you keep harping on it. It, The fact that there was a murder-suicide. The fucking details. 
it adds oh, okay. to the story. If I it's got two you. gay guys like, hey, you motherfucker, you bitch, pop, 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 and boom. It adds to the fucking story, Michael, if it's yeah. two gay guys in 1980 fucking nine or whatever. How do you know they talk the like question. that? Those Harper two guys specifically. Nice, Harper said it's a nice house in Metairie. Is that possible, Mike? I mean, it was true in the 80s. I don't know about now. Oh, no. It's true now, bro. These houses in Metairie. Put it this way. That house Jaworski shared was 220. Nice two-store house. I don't know what house that idiot shared. Huh? I don't know what house you're talking about. Jaworski shared like the fucking Zillow thing. I try my best to avoid anything he posts. And that house here would probably be 350, 400 fucking grand. Let's keep the show moving. We got Scott Steiner versus John Peterson. Steiner beats the living dog doo-doo out this sap. Are you going to talk about Steiner the fact that the Freebirds are... Bruh, these dudes don't bump. <laughs> Steiner's beating his ass. What are you about to say about the Freebirds, Doc? Well, in the, in the break, we had... The Freebirds beat yeah. uh, David Isley and some guy named Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Freebirds, I thought, were wrestling the Lightning Express at the Clash, but it appears now they are going to get Alan Iron Eagle and Thomas T. Rich. Yep. Tommy Rich and Iron Eagle. Pl- plenty of uh, chance for the Freebirds. Tommy Rich and Iron Eagle. Yes. Alan Iron yes. Eagle. Yes. The uh, friend of the uh, young boy. God, I'm sorry. The God, Renegade that movie Warrior. was so fucking bad, bro. What movie? Iron Eagle. Oh, Remember we talked that? about that. We talked about that. Jesus, <laughs> that movie's so fucking bad. Even talk- back then, I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? <laughs> fucking know what else? A movie I can't stand from the 80s is St. Elmo's Fire. I can't stand that shit either. Bunch of fucking assholes complaining about their life like it's so terrible. Fucking dipshit. Are you sure that that was what happened on that phone call you left for? Or did something really bad happen? Because he no. is angry. He's, he came back like super angry. I'm just saying. I can't. Like someone shared it today. St. Elmo's Fire came out this day in 1980. I'm like, fuck that movie. Alper, we uh, still got to watch Weird Science and review it. Yes. No, wait, was it Weird Science or Blazing Saddles that one? I forget now. Oh, I gotta look. Oh, at fuck! Result. I forgot. I, I gotta know. find. I gotta find. I gotta find. Everybody who's commented, Mark Wilson was one of them. A uh, bunch of people said, "Hey, if you can find a copy of Blazing Saddles nowadays that hasn't been edited down to thirty seconds, you've done something." Yeah, for real. But I mean, that's that's a fact. Uh, Doc, did you have any thoughts on Steiner versus Peterson uh, in that Frankenstein? No. I mean, the crowd was going nuts, nuts. What's this? What's that? Oh, my I'm bad, just... Harper. I don't know. I don't have a timestamp. I was just trying to get through the commercial. No, I just don't expect Scott to do a lot of selling for Rick, but we'll see. Uh, totally agree. So, keeping it moving, uh, the next match is the Royal Family, and. Oh God, Hopper, you all right? I'm uh, Missy's no, not on the. Y'all. That wasn't me. Jesus Christ! I was like, Missy's no, not on the screen I'm... anymore. What are you talking right. about? I'm waiting here to say how much I fast forwarded through this. I forgot well, about these these two. Where's the uh? Where's their manager? That's what the I was. Little, where's the little for. fella? Where's the little fella? Half pint's not out there. 
I'll tell you, Hopper. I lost him at Chuck E. Cheese. He's in a ball did. fucking pit. Hey, Hopper, I was uh, commenting when Chris Zonchis said he was going to go to X-Rated next year as we watched this Royal Family match. That's uh, pointless. And um, Zonchis said, you know, I was like, hey, oh, great. You know, when you bring your, your son down uh, he, and, and he and half Pite are standing next to each other, we can ask which one is younger because, I mean, we know they're the same height. That's nice. Can you imagine half Pint at X-Rated this year standing room only? He'd have been looking at the back of some chick's knees. Like, yeah. On the ground, he would he wouldn't be able to see nothing. Good thing he nope. didn't make it. Poor half well, point. How like tall that. is he for real? Uh, maybe I, I four know. foot six. Google it. Yeah, it's like four foot six. He's short. You can Google anything. Yeah, he'll send me a tweet next week. I'm five feet tall. Okay, no problem. <laughs> like I said, he's the same height as uh, Zonch's youngest kid. All right, Doc, any thoughts on this besides you fast-forwarded? No. No. Nothing? This is, this is stupid. Yeah, I, it just didn't. They, they Royal family wins. Now, Doc, I did want to play this promo because this is why they should be in front of a live crowd, and this is Sting and Luger. Um, let's go to it now. That thank you. This Wednesday night, you guys are in for the fight of your life because you're not going into the ring against two guys on television. You're going into the ring. I feel some energy in this crowd tonight. Yeah! And there's going to be some energy West Wednesday night in the Clash of Champions against you because they're talking about a party. And it sounds to me that their reign has been a little long. And they're getting a little cocky, a little overconfident. And we're taking this match real, real serious. Isn't that right, Sting? You know, we are, Lex. You know something? I'm looking, I'm thinking about your history, and I'm saying the total package has a pretty good track record. And then I started thinking about myself. I said, well, my track record is decent also. When you take a couple of guys with a decent track record, I don't know if it's a good idea to talk about partying. By, by the way, party, and I was the original party crasher, wasn't I, Lex? Anyways, we're taking it serious. So should you, dude. We'll see you in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely nothing I can think about. Just that here's your eye. This Wednesday night. This Wednesday night, the Clash of the Champions, Lex Luger and Sting of Dead Stone will be back. Boy, Sting messed that up big time. <laughs> What, Doc? Go ahead. I know that's what you're thinking. Do it. My my note was, this is the future that failed. <sighs> Come <Man>. on. D- dude. <laughs> like, did you hear the difference when Luger's promoing and then and he's got he, everything's going great, it seems? And I mean, did you like Luger's getting the fans into it. The crowd. This is exactly why you need to do this in front of a live crowd, too. I don't know, you know, like in my my the way I see it. They're they're, they're into it. And they're yeah, well, do more of this shit. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a little of it, but it's still not enough. Um, Sting is just terrible. Look, Right there for sure. Again, I, I defend the Mies for the kids, but right he there, he's having just, a bad day. 
Yeah, that was it. He was having a bad day. I, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Okay, so Jr. throws to a bunch of clips of Paulie and Missy Hyatt and how they've gotten to this arm wrestling contest that's happening at the Clash. And then we go to Paulie cutting a promo and then a workout followed by Missy getting her swole on. I can't remember if there's music in this though or not, so I may have to yeah, cut it. Yeah, I think me... you might want to not play it. All right, well, let me play the video. So if you're a patron, you at least see Paulie go and get his big swole on. Uh, I'm not sure why he's bringing a telephone to the to the gym with him. Well, in case uh, and he then... gets an important call. Uh, yeah, sure. Dude, I mean, we, we knew back then it wasn't a cell phone. It's got a freaking metal antenna on it. Yeah, I used to want it out. Like, as a kid, I was like, that's a cordless phone. Right. That's and there's real. Missy. Mm. Mm. Speak. There's real. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's struggling guess, with it. Guess who gets the Rolex? <laughs> mm. like, fuck, that's it? That's it. That's all you need. God, I barely got my pants off. Why would they give you the whole thing? They want you to tune in on for the Clash to see more of her. And boy, does she make it worth our while. Okay, mm. I got to check that out. Mm. Well, we're recording it on uh, Friday morning, so. Yeah, uh, call in from the shoot job. Uh, just, yeah, just tell, like, hey, what are you doing? I, I got the Clash, you shitheads. You do tell this. A job, tell a job you don't want to do this anymore. Say, you do this shit. I'm done. Happy no, New real. Year's. Yeah, tell them. You, you ain't got time yeah. for this no more. Right. Fuck, you know what I got for the shoot job? For, What's that? For the fourth, I got mm-hmm. a 24 pack of Budweiser mm-hmm. and four 12 packs of the Bud Light Next. What's that? That's that zero carb Bud Light. How's that, that possible? That sounds terrible. Yeah, it, it, it's it's it is what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds does, like. Does it get you drunk? Yeah, I mean it's got four percent alcohol, but something Ooh. with zero, something with with zero carbs. That's a lot. Yeah, I guess so. Well, happy fourth. Yeah. <laughs> keeping the show, keeping the show move. Oh, go ahead, Harper. What were you about to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Nothing. I mean, we'll just put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. That's right. He's got stomach. He's got stomach cancer. Yeah, I saw that. Arn Anderson and Barry Windham versus Carl Robertson and Rick Ford. Next matchup. Um, and, can uh, I ask a question here? Yeah, sure. Do you Wait. think Barry has short hair because he's been going to court to support his brother and his father? Oh, that's One of a our good question. One of our listeners will know the answer to that. So make sure you send that to SMU you know how, on Twitter. Like somewhere around like the second half of 90, he, when he came back to the horseman, then he was gone for a while. And now he's got short hair. Right. I just thought maybe he was in court supporting the fam. Uh, make sure you DM that to uh, Chris Hopper on Facebook. Yeah, send he it loves, to my Twitter. He loves <laughs> – his Twitter's dead. It's like got hacked or something, and he doesn't even use it. But anyway, uh, send it to uh, send it to uh, Chris Hopper on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I I really don't know. There's a bunch of people out there who will know. That idiot y'all were talking about earlier, he definitely would know. But I don't want to hear from him because he tagged oh. me and everything. The, the moron, you know, the the crank dude. The crank dude. 
Dude, that dude is so irritating. He is the worst. Why? God. Just he can't help it. He's go do he's something. Go live life. Go make memories like you say. Get off the internet and the Facebook and the Twitter and go live your life. Go, you know, go spend time with your wife. Go play in the dirt. Go no, get a night no ride reason, a big wheel no or something. There's no reason to lose our heads and say to spend time with your wife. Go oh, play with on. a go get a night rider big wheel and go live the go relive the that's 80s. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That. Jesus Christ. Go spend time on eBay looking for old like lunch boxes, the metal ones with the thermos or something. But oh. Jesus Lord. God, that guy's irritating. Arn Anderson and Barry defeat Robertson and Ford. Doc, any thoughts? No, because I want to get to what's next. Yeah, me too. Um it's pretty much the like the. I mean, well, Hopper's already given his Rolex to Missy, isn't he? Yeah, that was wrong. That was wrong, by the way. Bullshit. Wait till you see what's next. Okay. Dude, this is awesome. <laughs> Here it is. People out there may think BW this is a real primitive way of training, but maybe we got too civilized toward the ends of toward the end of the eighties. Maybe we got too used to the cushy life. That silver spoon got so big, we had to spit it out. Well, we may have spit out the silver spoon, my friend. There's one thing that you can't get around. The most pure emotion is pain and followed by fear. Tell him, big man. You know, the 90s have been referred to as the reckoning with truth. In the 80s, everything was clouded. Nobody ever told the truth. In the 90s, the way to go is flat out. Tell no lies. That's the way we're going to do it. When you hear something from our lips, truth it may be and as much as it may hurt, you can count on it being exactly the way that it is. Get in touch with your emotions. Find out what your worst phobia is. I want everybody affiliated with WCW to prepare themselves for Armageddon. Nineteen ninety-one, our resurgence has begun, and don't think you're safe. The horsemen don't rest. When we win a championship. We go full bore to keep a championship. <laughs> like so many of our opponents, this is the way they look and feel the morning after a match with us. This may be a symbolic way of showing you the primitive way we're going to deal with things. America's greatest fear is gang violence. Where the horsemen are concerned, there's not going to be any drive-by shootings. We're going to keep it legal, but we're going to keep it as violent as the law allows. No one's safe. Jump on the horsemen. You're going to the hospital in the 90s. All right, Doc. Uh, you got to speak to this. It's in black and white. Yeah, and they're they're off site. It's like you know, 
an old time vignette kind of, but not really because it's in black and white. Uh, I got to have your thoughts, Doc. That's tremendous. I mean, other than the fact that Arn Anderson doesn't need to be wearing a ball cap backwards because his head's too big. Other than that, that was fantastic. I mean, shit, you took the time to go somewhere and do something outside the arena. And I'm in. So, I mean, they're promising violence. When he says get in touch with your emotions, the side eye he gave, that was great. It was a black and white. There wasn't too much production. Well, he talks about it being the, the, this is their resurgence. It's the year of the reset. Kind of got some mystery to it, too. Like, huh. All right. Reminded me of, of like a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. Like I was waiting, almost like an anti-drug commercial they used to have back in the day. I, I also thought it was kind of like a um. This hap- This would have happened after it, this, but I also thought it was kind of like uh what we saw a little bit from in Smokey with yeah when Cornette when yeah. Cornette would kind of do these. I mean, we've seen but better, produ- stuff better production value because of the cameras they were using. But yeah, right. Yeah. Like with Dirty White Boys, you got the pistol in Central Park. (laughs) Oh, the gangsters in the graveyard. The gangsters in the graveyard. Um, You know, hell, the rock and roll. Um, They they did a few outside. Um, I liked it. I liked the outside. The the black and white set it off too. That that like that really that really was cool. And it's not one of these dumbass insert boxes. Boy, no kidding. Yeah. So speaking of insert boxes, I'm not trying to make fun of what we're about to go to, but JR throws to a series of clips. First, there's a brawl after Eaton runs in and attacks the Z-Man, leading up to their match at the Clash, then followed by Z-Man cutting a quick 20-second promo on Eaton, where Z-Man quickly puts us to sleep. Uh, then we go to Bobby Eaton versus Brett Wayne, and there's a picture and picture from Bobby Eaton, and uh, Eaton has spoken so many times over the last few months that JR says Eaton is no longer the Harpo Marks of wrestling. That's I guess nice. Cornette, I guess Cornette just wouldn't let him get a word in back then. Um, Corny with a little jab. I'm sorry. JR with a little jab at Corny. Doc, uh, what thoughts do you have about this match, if any? First of all, that's not the best look with the horizontal stripes on the tights. Yes. It's, he looks like the Hamburglar. He looks like Saeed did. Looks like he's about to go steal a hamburger from fucking Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Harper, he, he looks like Saeed when he had the, yeah. the stripes at X-rated that year and he was looking like the Hamburglar. Yes. And, and didn't realize it because he's Saeed. It looks like blinds, doesn't it? Like be a window. Somewhat. But those... um. That fat butt of his is stretching him out too. So, oh, who the fuck said, "Yeah, man, that's a great yeah." Those look great. You should get those. That's gonna look <laughs> great on TV. <laughs> I can't. Well, that. all my only note was is that Eaton better win the title at Clash. Stay tuned. Stay okay. Tuned. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, on this match? Who wins? Anything? No. Bobby no. Eaton. Looks into the Look camera before he hits Boom. Alabama Jam and says, Z-Man, how you feel, boy? Um, 
So anyway, thoughts and Uh-oh. prayers for Brett Wayne. Oh my God, he's got to take another. Harper, you're right. Did you fall down? Yeah. Taking. I'm back. sorry. Stop! 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 Run back ten seconds. I can't oh. run back ten seconds. Okay, what? Look at Too that far? girl in the background. No, keep going. Which right one? there. Look at Which that. One? She looks like in a horror movie. That little girl in the background underneath his goes straight down from his elbow. Okay. The one next to her looks like she's from a fucking horror movie too. I thought I thought that's what he was gonna say. And that purple that's fucking you... thing. Thing she probably looks fucking rough. Thing. I'm trying let's, to see if they. Let's see. Can we get a fucking? Oh. Yeah. Y'all are dirty, man. Y'all... That, no. that girl and that woman in the purple just chews her cigarettes instead of smoking. Oh. Uh, you see, last last week y'all were making fun of the whatever, the, bro. The, the, that the kid. that fucking woman drives an '85 Chevy Malibu station wagon <laughs> with cigarette burns in the fucking seat. And shares chromosomes with her kids. <laughs> <laughs> hell is too, hell is not a mean enough place for you you two like for real whatever that's oh, what happens wrong. when the show goes too long we get oh, bored and, and the spot monkey shit starts that's what that that's a that's a shoot well let's keep moving because the renegade warriors take on my favorite tag team during this era the state patrol and um they go about five minutes doc you got anything from it Wrong team, right? Yeah. Wrong team lost. So all four guys are in the ring. Eventually it leads to a double tomahawk chop to Buddy Lee Parker. Renegade Warriors win. Wrong team won. You heard it. Bruh, at this point in the episode, I was fast forwarding. I'm sorry. Well, I know you didn't fast forward coming up right here. No, because Arn is getting ready to be offensive. Arn just can't. Arn, Arn just threw out a cancelable cancelable moment in, in during his closing promo. Let's go to it now. Here it is. All right, thanks. Fans, as I said, I've written schedule to interview the Renegade Warriors here, guys. What's the idea? Let me explain something to you, Jim Ross. If Nakahoma and Chief running dummy up here had that much trouble with these two boneheads, what's gonna happen to them when they get on the horse? That's right. Hey now wait a minute guys. We don't have to wait to the clash. We'll sell it right now if you're mad enough. You guys are the four horsemen. You're the baddest thing to walk on those. Let's just see how bad you are right now, Ring, right now, Dan. All right, there you go, guys. There's the challenge. Hey, wait a minute. Where are the horsemen going? You guys are supposed to be the baddest guys in wrestling. You're the baddest guys in wrestling. Why don't you sell it right here? And the horsemen are going to accept that challenge, taking over for the... Renegade Warriors are showing that they mean business. What? So they go off air brawling, but the story here is Arn said if Nakahoma and Chief Running Dummy had that much trouble with these two boneheads, what's going to happen to them when they have to deal with us? What does it say Nakahoma? Yeah. Um, is that like a... I mean, Doc... Trying to be gay? Like a gay Homa. No, I don't think that was the. No, I think it's got something to do with Oklahoma. Oh, being the uh, native. I'm sorry, indigenous people territory. I, oh, first, you almost said it. You racist fuck. First no, peoples. The first indigenous. people. First people. The insidious. Um, Doc, thoughts? 
Uh, we'll need to get Arn enrolled in some BTG sensitivity training. I can send him the web playable module uh, on that. Jesus Christ, I can't. It's gonna be a Zoom. <laughs> He's gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna. I mean, you're gonna say it. I already know what's coming. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, this was really um, good. It was really good because it allowed the episode to go off air with them throwing blows going into the clash, which is something that they don't do enough of around here. And, you know, they were walking off. JR talked him into it and it popped off off going off the air. So it's the best thing that out of the renegades. And, and um, yeah, and Arn's got a problem with, you know, sensitivity. That was pretty damn good. Um, yeah. Chief running Brother, day. Dude, that had to be the best thing we've seen on here since the Crockett days, you think? No. The promo? Yeah. We've seen some moments, but I, I will say, as much as y'all are complaining about this two-hour episode, Arn and Barry were really good during this episode multiple times. Arn multiple I'm going to give this a higher higher great than i bet you think i am uh i i'm not sure if you were gonna down it but i mean a plus like, oh wow is, this is oh. it was you know they did the missy hyatt thing and paulie and that was kind of good and, and and you know you had the you had the wrestling wrap-up segment with flair and whatchamacallit so on that note i mean we do need to rate it and hand out a rolex um so let's go ahead and, and get to doing that. Before we do so, remember, the only way you can see The Clash is by going to tinyurl. I'm sorry, the only way you can listen to The Clash review is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can hear Clash 14, where Arn and Barry going to take on the Renegade Warriors, and Scott Steiner takes on Ric Flair, plus tons of other matches, including, uh, what is it, Iron Eagle and Tommy Rich versus... Whoever, I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> but Doc and I will review it. We'll see if Harper calls into the shoot job because he doesn't want to do this anymore and if he can join us. Other than that, Doc and I are handling it. Again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Okay, Doc, uh, we need a rated handout Rolex. Uh, you take first. Which one you want to do? I always want to rate it first. Okay, go ahead. Chief running dummy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm going to say straight up, even, run-of-the-mill, B. B, okay. Uh, I'll give it a B, I, a standard I, B. Well, it's great. I'm glad you watched it and uh, fully assessed it. Um, I know it's great. I, I mean, <laughs> I like that fucking promo they did in a hallway where you saw the wrestlers like leaving a building. That was something different. It'll be nice what? to see that done now. Yep. And, I'm going to, yeah. For real, and that promo that that uh, you know with them in the junkyard with the black and white that looked like a you know like a commercial that looked very professionally fucking done, and it sucks that it's almost like the uh, I remember uh, who was that quarterback the 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 Fritz Patrick guy, remember him Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah yeah it was he would do great like two or three fucking games and he drops a turd later on this is what this is like hmm. and that's why he was a backup quarterback and not a starter because he wasn't consistent with his greatness uh, his, uh, his 
career earnings say he was very profitable. So I guess a oh yeah, you know, oh, oh oh yeah. Don't get me wrong, he made his goddamn money. I saw this thing today where Chase he played Daniel, seventeen years. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw this thing today, not today, but this weekend where Chase Daniels has earned as a backup quarterback in the NFL. I think he's only started like six or seven games. That yeah. dude has earned $61 million. Get the dude, fuck out of here. Isn't that fucking crazy? When like when we were kids, someone in his position was probably selling fucking, uh, you know, Buicks. At the I dealership. feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. I mean, it's... it's, it's <laughs> I mean, good Okay, Paulie. You know? Paulie Walnuts. I can't take the betrayal. Can't <laughs> take the betrayal. I've been stabbed in the heart. I can't take it. He did what? Catching? Hey, pitching. That, that's better than John Wall, who's made $130 million the last three years and played 40 combined games. But imagine, Harper, you're right. Harper, backup quarterback in the 80s. I, I'd want to, I'm going to look that, that up. Guy had, what... That guy might need a second job. Yeah. Like, I don't even think they're making pro- probably six figures. They I mean, were, I, I, see, mm-hmm. like, you know, Early funny? 80s? I, I had. I had yeah. this discussion. I had I had I was having this discussion with another friend. And you know what's you know what's funny about like that time period? There there used to be these like like booster clubs and Saints clubs. At least I am sure it worked right, in, right. in other yeah, places. Too. They had the uh Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Marching Saints or whatever they yeah, were called. And uh-huh. they had the banner in the dome and yeah. and dude, the way that this is how different it was. Like Jim Mora or the Saints coach at the time. Don't get me wrong. They weren't poor, but they weren't what coaches are making today. Those dudes no. would go go to go to like uh, these the meetings of these uh, clubs. They would be like paid to come give a speech, and, and it and they actually went into these like clubs and would make appearances for X amount of dollars to to make more money. Now it wasn't a second job. It was during the season. They were. Speaking about the team that they coached, but but can you imagine like some you know bull crap fan club nowadays calling up? Well, Sean Payton ain't the coach anymore, but you know calling up Payton. Can you come give a speech at our get together? Like what? You got to go through ten people before you get to him. Right. It's just, it was a different world. So when Doc says. When Doc says somebody, or you say somebody, the second-string quarterback was probably, you know, working during the off-season somewhere else, selling furniture, or working at Jiffy Lube, or selling a Buick somewhere. I don't know, bro. That might be true. I don't know it for a fact, but I feel like there may be something to that. I hope I gave Doc enough time to Google it. He probably doesn't care, though. What? Right, I'm I'm rating it a B plus. Who's getting the, the Rolex, Hopper? You kind of said earlier, but maybe you changed your well, mind. Oh, she's gonna be mad at you if you don't give it to her. That, she'll never. That she'll never be was your. One of the few things that could distract me from Missy's tits in a sports bra. Come on. What? That's nice. Tits, uh, this is this is why Missy won't listen to us. Yeah. Wow. Mm. wow. So, so yeah, so, I gotta go with Arn and fucking uh, Barry. Okay, not even Rick, huh? Yeah, no. I mean, they just showed you why they are who the fuck they are, man. Who you got, Doc? Four horsemen. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna down select to Arn on that one. You going Arn? Yeah. I don't know how you don't go Arn. I mean, I'm tempted to go Flair, but I mean, Arn and Barry were like phenomenal, and then Arn with the Chief running dummy just kind of puts it over the top because you know what happened. You do that today, and you're canceled. All right. So uh, before we get out of here, let's take care of a couple of items. One of them, uh, we got to talk about Harper's video shout outs, relationship advice, life advice, all that good stuff. Uh, if you'd like your very own Chris Harper video shout out from Hardbody Harper of Wildcat Sports and Entertainment, first thing you got to do is email him to Chris Harper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's Chris Harper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then before you do anything else, Although inflation is killing us all, Harper's still only charging 20 bucks for his videos at cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Again, PayPal him. Yes. I was at Rouse's yesterday. A pack of bologna is like fucking $4. Uh, Dude, I was in Rouse's Friday night getting some stuff. I took a picture of it and I forgot to send it to you just so you can see how how much it is. Uh, For a pack of pack of bar ass fucking baloney Harper Jesus we got kids Christ. we're feeling it four times over doing, bro. oh I mean, oh oh it's killing us and, and and I'm at the point where my kid eat, one of my kids eats five meals a day it, it's God. it's it's killing us I, I, I told the oldest bruh you gotta go get a job he should have already been there Bruh, well, he makes money off of his beats, so that's... How much of that are you getting? I mean, I'm not getting any of it, but, you know, I'm not a, a jackass like you that would want to steal money from my kid, so... No, that's no, no, it's not there. No, 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 no. You're providing mentorship that you but need he, to cut for. Yes. He, he does, he does, you know, get his own meals and stuff, but let me tell you something was wrong with these kids nowadays. They don't... I'm sure we were bad off, Harper, and we did dumb stuff. But this Uber Eats stuff and wasting money like that oh to get a meal. God, these Fuck young kids you, are. You know how much that costs? Oh, oh I know. Get, I see it. They get that from their mothers. Pretty I don't much. know, bro. I don't know because I can't. I can say my, my wife well, does not do that. It's- because it's just so easy. You just take your phone out and hit that, 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 submit. And yeah, and you space, you spend 10 times what you would have yeah. spent if you just would have got your lazy ass to go get it. Right. Just so some dipshit in a Ford Focus can come fucking knock on your goddamn door and put it by the door and walk away. Bro, this dude made 50 bucks one day off a of beat. I was like, Jesus Christ. And, and so then. I see the Uber Eats person coming, and and I asked my wife, I was like, I just got a notification on my phone from his little account gimmick that, you know, we have access to. I'm afraid to tell you how much he spent on one meal. Oh. Because he made 50 bucks on the beat. It wasn't a... Like a fast food bullshit, like for McDonald's or something? It wasn't, it was... One up from like a fast food type place, in my opinion. It wasn't Chipotle, but something like that. Oh, well, okay. Bruh, this, it was like 30 bucks. For just him? Just him. 
Now he He's got. To, hey man, he stuffed himself. That dude. That dude has a tapeworm. He got a tapeworm. He tape also worm, is trying to live like a baller. Let him live. Bro. I mean, but I was like, dude, you made fifty bucks and you spent thirty on one meal, and he just looked Bro. at me like, no big deal. I said, and you talking about moving out one day? You ain't going nowhere with them kind of spending habits. I'm sure I did dumb stuff with my Burger King money, though, Doc. So, I mean, uh, you know. Here's the thing. All $40 of it. I've done stupid shit with my money back then. But if I was, but not when it came to fucking fast food. Bruh, it it pained me to separate myself from $3.27 of a $2.99 combo meal. And I said $3.27 because I have it memorized from when I work at Burger King. When they said, give me a. Such and such combo. It was two ninety nine at that point. I, I got it memorized. All right, uh, with sales tax three twenty seven. It pained me when I would go places and spend two ninety nine on a combo meal. Yeah, right. I, I I can't imagine spending thirty bucks on one meal even today. Matter of fact, when I want a meal, I ain't spending By thirty yourself. bucks on it. Well, it was Uber Eats, so you know, I'm, and I'm giving them a free plug as I tell people, you know, it's a waste of money. Bro, these kids. Yeah, damn is right. Don't have kids, Hopper. I'm telling you, bro. Wrap it up, dude. If I had thirty dollars, I'd look at it all night, bro. Like that would be like having, dude. You know what I could have spent on thirty dollars back then? Oh God, it sure wouldn't have been a fucking burrito. I can tell you that shit. Mm. <laughs> bro, but that's like two CDs back then, dude. He don't. Okay, so he here's the problem. Doc and I have had this talk. Doc that likes that. Like a night out. Oh fuck no! Fucking twenty dollars would have been a fucking night out. Bro, I could have bought six drinks for twenty bucks at age. That's crazy. <laughs> Doc and I had this talk. So our kids. You know, they don't know the struggle, bro. They, they, they don't they don't have a that's, clue. That's because y'all made them like that. No, it's because it, Mike and I came up just uh, just enough that they don't have to struggle. Like, I, look, I didn't grow up right. in Gentilly and as terribly meager as Mike did. I ain't trying to position myself <laughs> as in that kind of squalor. But we both we both climbed a rung here. And we climbed a rung high enough that the kids don't have to fight for it. Really fight for it. Yeah. They just above the struggle. Look, they, they ain't getting a new Corvette on their 16th birthday or oh, anything like happen, that. No. Nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. But they ain't got to go work for minimum wage somewhere either, and they know it. Although, the, my youngest one, she was like, the minute she can work, she's going to get a job because she's tired of asking us for money and us telling her no. That sounds like a good money. little girl every, right there. She tells I mean, she that asked, would do it. She asks for money, Harper, every five minutes. Dad, I want this. What? Dad, I want this. Dad, I want this. Dad, I, clothes. Girls, bro. Girl, Doc's going to deal Wait, with she it. she wants girl. cash or she wants like. No, she wants fucking... clothes. Like, she's she's a teenage tell girl, her, bro. Next time she does that, tell her to stop being a typical broad. Bro, she, says she, she says I'm leaving and never coming back when I graduate. And I'm like, great. 
Yeah. You see, I remember that. I remember that when you called me a knee. So right. Get that on will tape. Call me. That's yeah. what I. Yeah. When gas is going to be fucking twelve fifteen a fucking gallon. But the the. So does your, your woman do? She in Zimbabwe studies to get back to her roots and can't find a job. She's going to be living in your spare bedroom till the day you die. Yeah. Wow. That's come really? on. What you can seriously Zimbabwe studies, huh? I don't know. I hate you. Okay. She says she. If, if you hate she me said, so much, maybe we should stop talking together she, and close the show. Oh no, I need you for something. Um. <laughs> um. No. 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 There's no way this can be good to listen to anymore. I know, dude. She says she's leaving the minute she graduates from high school. Well, then where the fuck is she co- going? I'm going to college and I'm never coming back. All right. All right. I said one day you you, you must gonna be married with a rich man and uh, more power to you. Tell him Maybe I need a rich woman. Oh, I, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I really don't give a care. Just tell him you break me off some money while they at it. <sighs> these these little bro- <laughs> uh, man. yeah, Hopper. All right. Well. On that note, um, did I even give out the PayPal hopper? I don't even remember. It's been so long ago now. I don't know. I know. Well, let's close this thing out. Yeah, they know where it's at. Uh, You can find it in the show description. And uh, right before we get out of here, shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And then check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Prue and JV as they talk about the career of stone cold steve austin on their free feed and of course they do our show on ecw on our patreon feed so check them out as well and uh that's all we got so um i'm gonna throw it to doc ask if he's got anything else he's gonna tell me no can we please finish this show For and the then i'm gonna th- fucking god yeah, uh, you, god ready, you, you ready to go hang yourself in a burger king cooler right doc if i if i had a burger little burger king with a little cooler, and I had a little action figure of myself. I would walk him in there, tie a little noose, and let him swing. <laughs> He's going to do the Burger King thing. That's the new one. It's not the oh, no. The Burger King thing. It's, All a, right, it's a Whopper. It's a Whopper thing. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Walk it, bitch. Walk it, bitch.